What is truth? Seldom black and white, usually complex. The fifth column goes on the inside in search of it. Kay Duddy is the sister of Jackie Duddy, the young man being carried in the photograph that has since become the iconic symbol of Bloody Sunday. Jackie was 17. Kay told me he was a happy person. He loved amateur boxing, country and western music, and he had girlfriends. He'd just started a job in a shirt factory. There was nothing very special about him, she said. He was just one of our family. Politics didn't play much of a part in the Duddy household. The three subjects that were banned in family discussions were politics, religion and football. They lived on the Cregan estate and the troubles were beginning to take off. I'm sure the older boys did go to some riots, she said, but nothing very serious. The main focus was keeping the family going and I can see why that must have been a struggle. There was 15 of us, nine girls and six boys. My mum and daddy made it up to 17, so, as I say, politics didn't play a big part in our home. It was getting the food on the table and seeing that everybody was OK. So take me then to 1972. On the day of Bloody Sunday, the first word that we heard was an aunt, an uncle of ours, come to the house to tell us that they'd heard that Jackie had been hurt in the town. And um, I thought... Oh, my daddy go mad because he had system. Don't you be going to that march, boys? He was on night shift. He worked in a, one of the local hospitals. And uh, we didn't even have a phone in the house at the time. And so what we had to do was leave the house. And the aunt, they were built in the community centre at the time. She says, now I know the watchman. And he let us use the phone over there. And I phoned Alton and Gavin to find out if Jackie had been admitted that afternoon. And uh, I was informed over the phone that Jackie Duddy was dead and admission to the hospital. I vaguely remember screaming and throwing the phone in the air and, and having to think and have to go home and tell my daddy. And, and after that then, it's I, I think I kind of lost about three days after that because I don't remember his remains being in the house. I don't remember which coffin was held in the chapel. And Did anyone tell you what happened? Bishop Daly was the only one then that was able to confirm what had actually happened and... What he was saying was there was a riot had started in William Street that everybody was aware of, but they had decided to run, and they run through the Rossville Car Park, and Bishop Daly ran past him, and he says he kind of looked around and smiled as much as to say, where do you come from? And as Bishop Daly passed, Jackie heard the shot ring out, and he heard Jackie gasp, and he ran on. It was tough first. It might have been a, a rubber bullet. And when he got to safety and he kept looking out and thinking, I have to go over and see if I can do anything for that wee boy. And when he went over, he realised that it was a real bullet and he used his hanky to try and stem the blood. And it was a great source of comfort for us that he was with him and able to give him the last rites of the church when he was there. And he said he was doing absolutely nothing at the time that it happened. Just running away? Just running away. As well as that, the, the coroner at the time when they were doing the post-mortem, I have the, the report of it up the stairs, and he said at the time, because the, he says it was a sheer unadulterated murder, and uh, but because they couldn't pinpoint the actual soldier, that nothing further could be done. How did your family react in, in that at that time? <laughs> absolute bedlam, absolute horror, just... Patrick, Jackie and Jay was the three boys that was the nearest in age 
And we always called them the Three Musketeers because they were so close in age and they did a lot of things together. Patrick had seen Jackie and left him. He says, look, get you home. I'm going over. He was going with a girl and he was going to meet up his girlfriend. He actually died. He died three years ago there on the 18th of June. But he suffered all his life with survivor guilt. Because he was there too. Because he was there and he survived and Jackie didn't. Never could bring himself to talk much about it. And what about your dad? Oh, he just was devastated. The only thing that it did for me daddy was he, he said that he realised then why the Sacred Heart had a great dedication to the Sacred Heart. He says, now I know why the Sacred Heart took your mother because she wasn't meant to be here to go through this. My mum, as I say, had died in 1968 with lightning leukaemia. So it was wasn't a good time. To say the very least. Did you feel anger? Did you feel resentment? I think for a long time we were numb. We were, you know, and we weren't allowed to talk about it in the house afterwards because that was my daddy's coping mechanism and he was going to make sure that the boys didn't go out and try and look for retaliation or whatever. So everything was kind of brushed under the carpet. The hurt, I think, was the biggest part of it all, you know, and the frustration, and, and they immediately labelled them nail bombers, petrol bombers, gunmen, etc. And that's what stuck in my throat. That's why it was so important to get at the truth. I always say the, the lie was halfway around the world before the truth got its bits on, you know. How did you feel, say, about the soldiers, or the soldier that shot him? Did you anger at him? I don't know. I really don't know. The times I think I would like to meet him, the times I think I wouldn't like to meet him, I really don't know how I felt about it. Thank God I wasn't there, because I, I don't think I'd have been able to cope. Do you think you feel differently now? Are you more at peace now? I am at more, I'm more at peace now. I had a great faith in Savile. One thing I did notice was that Savile picked up on everything immediately. And they say that about judges, that most of the time you think they were sitting half sleeping but that's when they're absorbing all that's going on and Savile never missed a beat and for some reason I had a really good feeling about Savile I remember waking up the morning after Savile and thinking I've nothing to do that eh? it's probably harder for you and from others even because of that that photo isn't it that has become kind of synonymous with Bloody Sunday because of Bishop Daly God alone because he was there and he waved that hanky and you know he couldn't believe it when he realised we still had it it had been returned by Jackie's clothes my daddy had it for all them years and then when he died 1985 I took charge of it and it was like my comfort blanket how do you feel about the future now? Uh, a bit more optimistic <laughs> and I, I want to see them yahoos it's causing all that stupid mayhem now they wind their neck in Stop their out, strip it, carry on, and let us move forward. There's so much has changed and there's so much improvement, and then you have maybe half a dozen that's trying to ruin it all again. And I don't want, as I say, I don't want our younger generation to go through what we have been through. So if one guy was young, these young guys were sitting in front of you now and they were angry and everything and they want the British out and they still feel oppressed, what would they want to plant bombs? What would you say to them? I'd say, we've, we've basically, we've achieved all that. It's time to move on now. It's time to, to, to face a, a better future. It's time to look to another, the future and start moving forward, not looking back. Things has to change. 
the fact that the Presbyterian ministers, and I think that's very important too, their people has lost so many loved ones, and I think it's important that that's all highlighted as well. And they come and they extended the hand of friendship, and then they invited us to the when they were rededicating their church when it reopened. And I mean, that's all fabulous. That's all Egyptic. Very nice question. When you think about Jackie now, how do you see him? How do you feel about him? There are times I look at him and say, we shite you look, we put us through. But for the, the best part, I say, mugger, rest in peace now. Rest in peace. To hear more of our podcasts and to have your say, visit our website, www.thefifthcolumn.co.uk.